0: Welcome to Smells Like Teen Parent, a podcast for adolescents and the adults who annoy them. In this episode, we are going to talk college applications, what it means to apply to college, what makes it hard, and what helps organize and distress your college app process. I have some recommendations about what adults can do to help or hinder their teens in moving things along. You will hear from high school seniors themselves who are working on their essays right now.
1: Wow, I'm actually getting to really... Grow up. I'm no longer just a little kid. I don't have to look at all the high schoolers and be like, wow, I want to be like that one day. I am like that now.
0: And Christy Franz, the owner of Learning Studios, which is one of the most longstanding and established academic consulting companies in Silicon Valley. What is the college application
1: process? And from that students start and parents start to find more space to have the deeper conversations not just what college I'm going to go to but who I'm going to be when I get to college.
0: But first, a little housekeeping. Because if nothing else we're excellent housekeepers. I just wanted to thank all who listened and downloaded the first episode of Smells Like Teen Parent. I am so appreciative. You helped me reach a hundred downloads. I also want to remind people to keep it coming. Anything you can do to help. Write a review, download and just spread the word. I'm invested in bringing you an informational and fun podcast and your support enables me to transition to more regular production and cover more material that is relevant to you. You can email me at smellsliketeenparent at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Metagood. metagood it's just kindness for your skin. It's made in small batches and inspired by love and nature. 100% clean beauty and 100% women owned. I love their lip balm pack that can get you started. You can also just put it under your eyes to soften those deepening creases and dark circles that are Caused by raising successful children. This podcast is also sponsored by nextphase.ai, your cloud data management, data analytics leader for the enterprise. It's time for your daily inspiration. That little voice we all have inside asking, Do I need this cup of coffee? Say to that voice, Fuck yes, you do. The days where you filled out one or two paper applications with a chewed up big pen are gone, with fierce competition, busy families, and a plethora of options, students are applying to more colleges than ever. There are more than 3,800 colleges in the U.S. and at least 382 great colleges, according to Princeton Review. It's hard to even pick out a shirt in the morning, so this process can be pretty overwhelming. I love to begin the conversation with students in a low-pressure, curious, but not pushy environment. That's going to help everyone begin to wrap their minds around the process and uncover student preferences. It's okay to not know what's out there.
1: I like being able to go and see all like the different available majors and stuff just kind of like seeing what the colleges offer is interesting.
0: This landscape has resulted in the college consultant industry of which I am part and the occasional scandal of which I am not part but here's looking at you Rick Singer. Let's just take a minute here and note that if you are in a place where you're even considering going to college or sending your kid off to college, congratulations, because you are in the top 6.7% in the world. And with that, let's just have a moment of gratitude that we live in a time where higher education is more accessible and more diverse than ever especially for those who historically have been left out of the process for a higher education. Women, people of color, members of the LGBTQ community. According to the American Association of Colleges, students of color attending university since 2006 has nearly doubled. Hispanic students have the highest increase of high school graduates attending college. The reality is that generally, college degrees are worth the investment. Evidence shows that young women who earn college degrees not only increase the likelihood of a healthier future, for herself, including longer lifespan, but ultimately increase the economic status of the entire communities that they live in. That's pretty hopeful, right? Of course, we certainly have a lot of work to be done in terms of continuing to make the playing field more equal and equitable across higher education. We have problematic achievement gaps and students of color have to borrow more and have more debt. So what can we do? You know, we take time to examine our beliefs and then we model it to our kids, our friends, our community. We want to encourage collection of data within our schools to identify where we see achievement gaps and implicit bias in teachers and administrators. We also want to listen with empathy to the voices of students who have concerns. And if you have the means, you can make a donation to a college, particularly historically black colleges like Howard University. And if you have other ideas, I would love to hear them. No doubt about it. There's a lot to applying to college. What's been the hardest part of this process?
1: Any, like organized like trying to uh kind of figure out like what i'm doing and how i'm doing it or like i like going into it i had no clue like at all what i was doing i didn't know too the applications with the questions where to go any of that so i guess
0: what's been the hardest part of this college process for
1: you probably like how disjointed it is like if i didn't have a counselor i would be like i wouldn't know where to start like um like with the different types of applications and like all the early stuff as well, where there's like no real clear checklist for like an ordinary person who's trying to do everything by themselves.
0: What's the hardest thing about this process for you?
1: Choosing what school I wanna go to. There's so many like different options. I could go to Michigan or I could go to like New York.
0: Overseeing timelines and deadlines, developing a working college list, writing lots of essays about yourself, studying for SAT and ACT, along with your senior year classes, making an impressive resume, all the components students have to work through with some degree of independence.
1: Like you've helped me know what to not stress about and like what to do. (laughs) What to stress about? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm blown away that they can do it at all. But I'll say it again. This process belongs to the adolescent, not the adult. Adults, if you're freaking out because your teen can barely get themselves to school on time or turn in an assignment on time, you're not alone. This is where you use your ironclad patience and your humor your humility. Ask for help.
1: I'm Christy Franz, and I am the director at the Learning Studios in Burlingame. Who are the people that you see? We see students from all backgrounds. Students who are just getting interested in education, students that are already high achievers but want to put things into perspective, who want to make better choices for themselves or at least know that they have a choice. Students who are looking for what what's something I could do that I'm interested in that I have no idea that's that's out there for me to to join, to develop.
0: Fundamentally, the college application process is about this moment, perhaps the first big moment where adolescents are showing to the world in the form of college admissions teams who they are, what they value and how they plan on contributing to society.
1: I try to like positively contribute to group efforts in the leadership arena by making sure I'm always available to help where's needed. Like making, whether it's make, like serving food to students or like cleaning up what needs to be cleaned and just making sure that no one's like left alone. I think there's often a misplaced
0: emphasis on prioritizing achievement in the form of stats. Here's what Christy Franz, CEO
1: of Learning Studios, has to say. I really love the writing process. I don't see this as a a chore and you know, it can be for the students initially, but I see it as a rite of passage. Students come to know things they didn't know before and they come from inside and I love that. And then I was too hard on myself for a while and now it's just like, you know, I'm just rolling with the punches now. I'm a huge social creature. I love talking to people. (laughs) Uh, I didn't actually realize that as much as I kind of do now, but I just really like talking to people. It's a big thing I really enjoy doing.
0: And you want to leave it to your kid, but some teens need a push to the finish line or a reminder that they can apply to a top school because they've worked hard. As an academic consultant for 15 years, all sorts of students have come through my door or my Zoom meetings. And when families begin the college process, you might find that there's a bunch of uninvited guests joining you. Fear, guilt, anger, shame, ego, craving, and underneath it all, The vulnerability of love. My favorite part of this process, and one that is particularly liberating for high school seniors, is the time they take for self-reflection in writing their college essays. These essays ask them to consider their talents and flaws, what makes them lose track of time, what obstacles they've faced, how they've demonstrated leadership, what they've done to care for their community. These essays are asking that essential question that we all need to keep exploring. Who are you? And in the words of poet Mary Oliver, What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? So I'm going to answer that question with the first email I received from a teenager. Yay, thanks for your emails. Okay, here it goes. Dear Smells Like Teen Parent. I am a high school senior and
1: stressed out about college applications. I have a 3.6 GPA. I play sports, volunteer at food banks and the SPCA, and have a part-time job as a hostess. Compared to my friends with higher grades or more interesting backgrounds, I don't feel like I've done anything special. My parents don't know anything. My English teacher is making
0: us write our college essays. How do I stand out from Gina? Okay, Gina, first of all, thank you for taking the time to write. You are in good company. Anyone who's ever felt ordinary or not special, as they have to put themselves out there, is going to identify with your experience. Okay, let me be brief. You are enough, just as you are. So... Be courageous in your writing. Show that story in your life that demonstrates your vulnerability, your humor, your insight. Avoid generalities. Don't highlight the obstacle or the the bad experience that you've had, but show how you've moved through it and grown. For example, being a hostess. Oh my gosh, what a great subject for writing. So many bizarro examples of what you can observe in human nature and how it makes you reflect on your own choices and values. Again, you're enough just as you are. Good luck. Okay, adults and caregivers, this section is for you. So Christy, along with college counseling and academic support, what do you see parents need reassurance
1: with? The steps for college are one thing, but what's in the room is, did I do enough for my child to this point? Am I going to discover in this meeting that I messed up Mm. and didn't guide him or her to take the quote, right courses? Have we missed opportunities?
0: And maybe always that we miss something. I, I was just talking to my friend today. She just sent her kid to first grade. And she's like, I just watched him walk in school and I realize his pants are too big and he's clutching his pants and I hope his pants don't fall down on the first day of school. Like, we're, (laughs) we're gonna miss a little bit here and there. I'm just gonna be real honest with what in my experience works and does not work. Okay, do this. One, allow your teen to lead the process. How involved have your parents been in your college process?
1: No, they've been good. They've been they've allowed me to pretty much have my own freedom with it and apply to where I want. Um and pretty much given you free, free reign with how we approach this. Both of my parents didn't go to high school or like do their like undergrad schooling here. So they didn't really have to go through the process I am. So they're just they're even more out of the loop to begin with.
0: Encourage them to ask other adults and peers for support. There are abundant resources out there. Free online advice and guidance the essay guy in College Vine, your teachers at school, and reputable college consultants. Get references, ask around, people are talking. You don't have to be a genius to get through high school or life, but you do have to show up. Let them set small goals for themselves. Encourage your teen to take leadership roles whenever they can. Encourage them to get out of their comfort zone you're doing an amazing job. I mean, really. I know you're probably exhausted and maybe a little resentful that your teen isn't showing you more daily gratitude, but that's why you have friends. They're a safe place where you get to make fun of your kids and do some eye-rolling and then you just get right back in there. Stop doing this. Micromanaging the process. I totally understand the need to make sure this college process gets managed, so help your teen by asking them what they need. They don't know? Okay, then you can provide some options. Hey, do you need help with organizing timelines? Do you need help with your essays? Do you need help with college research? Stop doing this. Stop telling them what activities they need to do to get into Stanford. Stop comparing them to siblings, to their friends, to your friends, to your friend's kids, to their relatives. Stop paying anyone who guarantees they can get your kid into Harvard or Stanford or USC or Princeton if you pay them $50,000. Ew! No, don't do that. Stop using community college as a threat. Community college is awesome. There's so many options and it's affordable. Just a shout out to James. You're almost through the tunnel. Hang in there. Let's hear some more from Christy Franz, CEO of Learning Studios, who has been bringing out the best in students for 20 years and more if you count her work as an English
1: teacher. This whole thing is on the edge and that's why I always take this process back to a rite of passage. It's like in a deep unconscious way, they're in this little crucible and they're gonna have their own thing. We need to let them sort of heat up and transform. How do we provide that space where they can just do that and they know we're not gonna, kinda not gonna interfere, but we're gonna be there to witness. I mean, in a way, that's what we do here. So I'm asking
0: you, my student, what keeps you going through this? I know it's not easy, and I know you are balancing your schoolwork and your extracurriculars and now this college process, and you've gone through some difficult stuff. How
1: do you keep going? What drives you? There are things I want to achieve in my life, and one of the ways to do that is to focus on school and focus on um achieving what I need to to reach the next level because I know what like I want and I know that I have to take all these steps to get to where I want to be
0: Well, that wraps up our episode. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you download this podcast and write a friendly review. Join us next time for an episode on what really makes a successful adolescent. Do they have to be clean? Do they have to get A's? Do they have to be nice to their parents? And how do adolescents define success for themselves? This episode is once again brought to you by The Brilliance at NextPhase.ai, your partner in data enterprise transformation. May you be safe, May you be healthy, may you be free from suffering, and don't forget to wear sunscreen every day.